Hello, Cancer friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Cancer August 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Cancer that you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Cancer friend, so birthdays July 15th or so through the rest of the sign, or placements of Cancer like 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to my Leo report as both reports will have pieces for you very late degree friends. I'm calling the theme of the month for August for Cancers, five simple steps for Cancers to be more free and happy. So I'm going to go into those. I'm going to go into other layers of helping you understand what you're working with in August and how to best use the energies. My intention is for you to have the best experience possible and knowledge can help you with that. Knowing the energetic storylines beforehand can help you prepare and understand them when they're actually happening. So let's just get right into the five simple steps and then we have do have other things to talk about this month and I am going to weave some of those things into the discussion about the steps and then some of them we'll talk about after. So the first simple step for Cancer to take to be more free and happy is to set boundaries with your siblings and other relatives, okay? Your sibling and cousins and aunts and uncles and step-parents and basically everyone that's not your kids or parents and even the kid ones, those are set up, those are lit up really well. Um, but there's basically this boundary setting process. And where I get this from is your third house has Mercury in retrograde, Pallas Athena, and Mars in the sign of Virgo, which really relates to discernment, setting boundaries, setting limits in the house of these relatives. Okay, so these are this. You know, Leo energy rules kids, so you've got that kind of coming up. But truly for this third house, it's your siblings, it's your cousins, it's your aunts, it's your uncles, it's your, you know, just all of those random family members. So this is a time where if you have had judgment from these people in your life, if they've been viewing you harshly, you know, because uh, this Virgo energy, this like can, the a lower vibration of it is, it can be very critical. It can be very, you know, stern and just, um, you know, not very friendly or not very open or tolerant. And not saying that Virgo people have to be that way. This is a spectrum of potential and the lower vibration of this, which not everybody has to be, but it just looks like there's something coming up with these boundaries with people. And it could even be a neighbor. You could have like, a boundary issue with a neighbor, or it could be someone you spend a lot of time with, you know, um, even in the workplace, but it's basically centered around boundary setting. Okay. You are experiencing less joy in your life because you're having a parasitic relationship with these people who are judging you and they're taking your energy. And I'm not going now and judging them. Parasitic relationships are learned and we do tend to attract those based on certain imprints that we have as children. And it doesn't mean that these people are a certain thing or that this is who they are. But for whatever reason, whether, you know, they really are just not good people or whether it's just because they're reflecting something for you, it looks like some boundaries have to be set. Now, those boundaries can be loving and they can be gentle, but they do have to be consistent and you will harness a lot more freedom and happiness once you've kind of said these things that 
you feel like really needs to be said. Now, if you can't see them directly to their faces, first of all, because you think they might tear you apart and make it worse, or second of all, because you think you might lose your center, you could write it. You know, you could put it in writing um, and that will help you get more clarity and see it on paper before you say it. It'll help to take some charge off of it. You might want to write one copy of it first and then get rid of that one so you get some of the charge out. But it does seem like there's, for many of you, something that may want to happen there. Okay, the second simple step for cancer to be more free and happy is to deepen your independence. And that includes from addictions. And that can be something as simple as shopping or food or like actual substances or other things like that. So this is a time, first of all, with the Virgo discernment going on and the rethinking and reconsidering and going back over. And then also with all of this Leo energy, there's a vibrance and enthusiasm, you know, an increase in energy levels and putting it towards deepening your independence can be helpful. Now, if you're a very independent person, you might have to look a little bit because this, this place where you don't have some independence could be hiding or you could be justifying it um, because you're doing so well in other areas. You might be using that as an excuse to not take responsibility for this other area and paying some attention there could really make you more free and happy, which is what we want. So number three, simple step for cancer to be more free and happy is to take low stakes financial risks or make low stakes purchases of items that you've really been wanting that you can afford. All right. So your financial sector is lit, not lit, goodness, is lit up like crazy. Uh, The sun, Lilith, the uh, Venus retrograde, which is doing this for a very long time, July through October, you know, I'd like to say it would be so much easier if the astrological transits we have to discuss for a month just stayed neatly put in the lines of that month, but they don't. So a lot of things we talk about, you could be feeling them now, you know, as you're listening to this, um, you could feel them after that time. So it's, it's not, it doesn't neatly fit into the confines of a calendar month. Um, a lot of these, you know, Uh, planetary expressions. But you do have in this period of time, a massive amount of focus on your financial sector. And since Leo is there, it's like speaking of fun and hobby and pleasure. And and it's leaning towards doing something to shore up your material experience. Now, what this doesn't, what I'm not giving you or the universe is not giving you license to just spend recklessly to get yourself in debt, absolutely not, to spend more than you have, to like when I say low risk, I mean it, like get a good deal on something you've always wanted, you know, bargain hunt. And the time for bargain hunters is now Venus retrograde because there are going to be a ton of sales. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be giving things away of value for a very nominal amount, which means that it's a bargain hunter's delight. You don't want to be the person giving away that thing of value, right? Um, But hopefully you won't be because you're listening to this and I'm telling you that Venus retrograde can make people put the Venus retrograde goggles on and not see things clearly, including the values of things. So um, it's a good time to clear stuff out, but I'd say if there are things that have value, like put them to the side in the garage, if you think you want to clear them out and wait till the transit is passed just to make sure, like if you have to do due diligence to see if something's worth something money or it could have emotional value, not just material value, or something could be restored to you that has emotional value, like an item from a loved one or something like that. So this could be a really great time where something that you want 
in a material way comes in and you might be able to invest in that. And if you can invest in that in a way that's not risky, um, that would be amazing. So that's a third step for you to be more free and happy. And this thing could be very practical. Like it could help your life. You know, maybe it's something that performs a function that will make things easier for you and you invest in it, but then it pays off every day. Like a nice dishwasher or, you know, something that has practical value, even though it's material and it helps you every day, like one of those things. Okay. So number four, simple step for cancer to be more free and happy is to step out of toxic money situations. This is a very big one. And this is, I'm getting this from, you know, there are as many interpretations of these planetary transits as there are people in the universe. Uh, Every astrologer looks with their unique eye of, of how they're you know, there are some typical things that we see, and then there's just things that, that kind of shout out to us with what we know. And this is one of those things. So Lilith is, is in this house and Lilith has to do with this repressed, it has other facets to it, but this repressed energy that can be very toxic, like the anger of being in a certain role or cast in a certain role or cast in a certain light or being viewed a certain way or having people have opinions about you regarding how you spend money or um, your financial competence. So there's something brewing here and this can have to do with any family member, friends, bosses, anything. And maybe even yourself, you know, things that people decided about you when you were younger that you've taken on either consciously or unconsciously that are causing a toxicity to your financial experience. But it looks like there's there's something going on financially, whether it's, as Margaret Lynch calls, a boom and bust tendency, meaning you have a bunch of money and then you blow it. Or you have a bunch of income and then, you know, it's gone or some expense comes up. There's something going on here. And it probably has to do with how other people have decided you are. And you might have to... Um, step out of some toxic money situations in whatever way that that seems relevant in your situation. And this kind of goes along the lines of the number two step, which is deepening your independence. The more you have your own say in something, the less it matters what other people are thinking. And if they are right, if there's something that they're right about, then this is a time to resolve it. You don't have to necessarily admit that to them, but you can, you know, use the retrograde transit to deeply dive into clearing up, um, something that someone might be right about. And if they're not right, then this might be a time to set it up where they don't know as much about your money life. Maybe you just have to stop telling your parents about your finances. Or maybe, you know, it might be a time when you only talk about your financial situation to people who will be supportive and actually help you resolve it without judgment. There's something important going on there. Number five simple step for cancer to be more free and happy is to lean on friends and community. Because Jupiter is moving through your 11th house, that's expanding your networks, it's expanding your connections with friends and groups and communities. And so while you might be noticing that some boundaries have to be set with some people close to you, which might mean you might not have certain amounts of support coming in because of you setting boundaries, you might then be opening up possibilities within your network or your community or um, friendships or something like that, that can replace that energy and be more functional and healthy. So definitely be open to the possibility that there are groups of people 
who are in your similar situation or who are willing to help someone, you know, working with whatever you're working with or just in general, that can be supportive to you at this time. Okay, now that we have our steps there, let's talk about some other things happening this month. Again, this month, like July, we have more salty aspects compared to sweet ones. So we've got road bumps. They're nuisance aspects. They pass quickly, but the the guideline here is know that you're um, going to be driving on a road with road bumps. And if you drive very fast, you're going to get jostled. So if you just move carefully and awarefully through this month, as these nuisance things come up, you can more easily navigate around them. Say, oh, okay, this is what Annie was talking about. Just kind of like dance around it and, um, you know, work through it. Then it, it will help you to not get as frustrated. Something else to know about this month, another layer, is that we are still having a break from eclipse season. April, May into June carried a lot of intensity from not only the second to last manifestation of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle. Eclipses tend to bring very big news and very big trajectory shifts. Um, But we also introduced the Aries-Libra new polarity with that black moon eclipse that got launched in Aries in April. So now in July and August, we're, we're have a little breather. So you'll notice that you're integrating the changes and the information that came in in that time, getting to your new normal based on that new information and new, more changes are likely coming very soon. And maybe they'll happen even, you know, in July and August. Uh, but there's a little bit of a buffer in between the most intense periods And then as we get towards the end of August into September, we're now stepping back into eclipse season. So just enjoy the break. This me, we, my stuff, our stuff um, set of sectors has been really blazing with a lot of information and experiences. And that's going to come back up again soon, but not just yet. Okay, so we've got Mercury in retrograde. Mercury pre-shadow period starts August 4th. Actual retrograde, August 23rd, goes through September 14th. Then the post-transit goes through September 30th. Bottom line, August and September, covered in Mercury retrograde. It's a time to be the spider. Let things come to you rather than conjuring or forcing. Try not to make that many plans. If you have to make plans, make them in pencil instead of pen. And tell people who are asking you to do things that you can't make a full commitment because the odds are that things are going to change. And then if they do change, that makes it easier for you to cancel the plan and not as awkward and stressful. If you have to make appointments that are not necessary or to be done in that time, you can do them in July. You know, if you've got to make some doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, stuff like that. But the more you make just appointments of things that have to be done, but not necessarily in any exact time frame in August and September, the more you're likely going to spend on the phone trying to cancel and reschedule those appointments. So just save yourself the drama um, and try to schedule yourself lightly. And this will leave you open to my favorite Mercury retrograde manifestation, which I call last minute magic, where things come out of the blue and someone says, hey, you want to do this? Or "Hmm, there's an opportunity to do this. Then you have a nice clear space in order to do that. Okay. So then we also have Venus in retrograde. Venus goes retrograde. Let's see, the pre-shadow transit begins June 19th, stretches to July 23rd, officially shifts into retrograde until September 4th. Post-transit goes through October 6th. And Venus rules love and relationships and money and finances and beauty and appearance and design and aesthetics and comfort and sustenance and more. So there's a lot, uh, a, a lot going on here. 
during the retrograde transit, things ruled by Venus tend to favor past connections. You know, issues that were swept under the rug in any of these arenas will tend to come flying out to be worked with. And opportunities from the past can glow brilliantly. Past customers or contacts can bring wonderful prosperity. And debts owed can be paid back to you and can be a nice, you know, surprise. This is definitely a time to rethink and experiment and deal with what comes up and actively dive deep into the mechanics of money and relationships and self-esteem through deep inner work. So these are, you know, good, good sets of guidelines of what to focus on at this time. You're not going to be able to plan too far in the future. Um, but that's because this is not a time where you're supposed to be doing that. This is a time where you're dealing with what comes up and a lot of things that come up, they might seem like they're all of a sudden, like, Oh, all of a sudden you have a problem with your phone. All of a sudden you have a problem with your dryer, but really they've been struggling behind, you know, under the surface. And the fact that they were having trouble just came out now in their triumphant announcement saying I'm broken, (laughs) you know, and this is the same thing with relationship dynamics or, money psychology. It's like things going on under the surface in this retrograde come out to the conscious realm. And that can be a little annoying, a little stressful, but it's better because it's been festering underneath and it's been increased, you know, interfering with your quality of life and increasing stress for you. So you can, if you can welcome it saying, okay, there you are, you've been under the surface, let's get you dealt with, then everything can be much easier for you. Although I said we do have quite a few road bumps and we do have more road bumps than we do sweet aspects, we do have four beautiful trines, earth trines this month, three Mars trines. So Mars rules action, oomph, inspiration, motivation. So we've got a lot of this energy of Mars, you know, inspiration for action, bringing great results. August 1st, Mars connects with Jupiter, great expansion. Uh, August 16th, Mars connects with Uranus, bringing in surprise solutions. Uh, August 24th, we've got Mars combining with Pluto, bringing great transformation and regeneration. And August 10th, we've got a Mercury trine, Earth trine, that also can bring in beautiful, tangible manifestations. A lot of energy around that this month. And of course, all of those Earth transits make a 60 degree or... um, another favorable degree for you. In general, earth and water signs flow well together. So whenever you've got these nice earth aspects connecting, they're not only connecting nicely for each other, but they're also connecting nicely to your particular placement, kind of driving home these potentials. One date to look out for the days around August 22nd, Mars and Virgo will oppose Neptune and Pisces, and this can bring some confusion, disillusionment, deception, uncertainty and security, security breaches. So just kind of be aware that if you've got, if you're not sure about something and that's going on, trust your intuition to try to guide around things and just know that that that's happening and that it will pass, but you know, pay extra special attention at that time. If you like these dates that I give you days to be extra awareful and careful days to look out for extra blessings and to align with, um, you know, extra magic, then you will love to be part of my free VIP community. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That's also the free interface for all my free goodies, including my written horoscopes and other stuff. But when you sign up there, just put your email address and your name in and you'll get my three um, newsletters a month. And one of them includes all the sweet and salty dates. That's the one I send out at the end of the month. You can also access all the archives. 
and you can be kept abreast of all of the important transits and how to work best with them. I, I've created so many resources and I will always link them into the newsletters um, as they're relevant for each of the transits. If you love astrology and you love how I teach and you want to learn either for your own self-development and to help your friends and family or for professional reasons, if you want to be a professional astrologer or earn money as an astrologer, I can teach you how to do that. So you can go to becoming uh, or you can go to um, beastropro.com, beastropro.com to see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you think I put a lot into my free work, which I really do and I always have, I've been showing up every month with all of this stuff for over 10 years. I'm actually getting closer to 11 years. Um, so I definitely show up, give lots of free stuff to the communities. But if you think I put a lot into my free work, you should see what I put into my paid offerings. Most of my stuff is free. Pretty much everything I link and, and talk about throughout um, you know, my recordings are free. And then I've got just a few paid things that help to keep it all going. And this is one of them. And it's super comprehensive and fun. So you can check it out at beastropro.com. And if you want more content from me, including my deep dive into Saturn and Pisces, my deep dive into Jupiter through the signs, Jupiter and Taurus through the signs, my deep dive into how to make tough astrological transits easier, plus a ton more and more content monthly, plus access to a year's worth of archives, then go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie the letter B, astrology.com to join my secret star portal. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.